Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Through the Lens, the All Things Movie Podcast, brought to you oh by WEGL. Speed run the just you do speed run of the intro. Hello, my good buddy, the WEGL. Sorry. Hello, everyone, and welcome. You didn't even say to... anything clever. You could have been like, "Do you believe?" Hello, and welcome everybody to. See, see how much. Do you do you want to do it again? No, I said we just keep this in. <laughs> see how my mind works. Your mind? I'm not even gonna think today. I'm just gonna say. Oh my lord. I I I don't even. Okay. Um. Hi everybody. Uh. Thanks for uh, listening. If you are, of course, listening. Uh, I'm Alex, alongside Davis. We're doing the DCEU episode in prep for the Snyder Cut next week. I'm very excited about. Well, cautiously optimistic about the Snyder Cut. But we decided that we were gonna go through all these movies. Not you know as in-depth as the Star Wars episodes of the last few weeks because then we'd be here for, like, ever, right? So we're just going to go through all the movies and talk about, you know, what the DCU's done right, done wrong, and where hopefully the Snyder Cut can correct some things. And also, somebody asked me this, so I'll clarify. The DCU, for those that do not know, stands for DC Expanded Universe. Oh, it's Extended the same word anyway so it is extended my bad my bad it is you extended. idiot what i'm more of a, i'm more a fan of the abeu what is that you take a guess while i'm working say on say say what that is abeu think about it alex i, I am thinking i'm not thinking very the well. air extended universe the first actually probably, no the second the second the second cinematic universe beside behind the uh the cinematic universe of the monster movies in the 30s Ah, yeah. They're like Frankenstein meets the mummy again. <gasps> Whoa. Oh, <laughs> my gosh. How terrifying indeed. Um, But anyway, as always, we're going to go through some movie news before starting it off with the DCEU. And just a quick heads up of what we're going to be doing. Uh, We're going to be talking about each of the movies. Just, you know, jumping around. Not really going in chronological order based on release. Just, you know, going to be saying we're going to start at least with Man of Steel and then just, you know, make our way to through all nine movies. But anyway, on to the movie news, or not movie news, just pop pop culture news in general. What's going on in the realm of pop culture? The, some of the biggest news right now, Bethesda was bought by Microsoft a few weeks ago and will now be releasing all their games exclusively on Xbox. PlayStation fans are not happy. Davis, you're one of them. What yeah, are your thoughts? I'm not happy. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. That's, it's stupid. I want to play the next Elder Scrolls. I played Skyrim, I wouldn't say religiously. And you know what? I played Skyrim religiously. I can tell you so much about Skyrim. It's insane. <laughs> As could I. It's kind of concerning. Um, but did you know that all the Daedric artifacts? Don't, don't, <laughs> don't, don't you dare! Don't you dare! Were you um, more, were you a Daedric or a Dragonbone armor kind of Dragonbone. guy? Dragonbone. Dragonbone was hard to get though. Yeah, it was. I remember one time I used that. You remember the that mission you do, the main mission, and you get that like book so you could just level up. I cheat. Yeah. I got to level eighty one one time. But then That's they patched job. it. But you can oh. still do it. I think you might be able to do it. At least on the way. original one on disc. You can still do it. It's just harder. Yeah, I, I thought so. I thought so. Um, But, yeah, no, that's going going to Xbox only. Considering this financial situation of Xbox, they've been getting uh, absolutely demolished in the exclusivity game by PlayStation for a while now. Their last good exclusive was, pro- was Halo, really. And... Or Gears of War. Yeah, exactly. And that's been a while since the last one. So it makes sense for Microsoft. Doesn't mean that we, the players, have to be happy with you it, know, but it makes sense. As a PlayStation fan, for the past few years, I've been pretty okay with exclusives. Now I'm that's against them. That's cause, I'm against them. That's because you had you had God of War. You, you Spider-Man, Last of Us, Uncharted. Exactly. Horizon Zero Dawn. 
those five games, like oh, there's a it's lot. It's clear. More. It's clear. Let no. Let, we're 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 moving on. Let's don't 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 Google list. Don't do it. I can see you typing with your left hand. I'm not typing. Yes, my you right are. Hand, Alex. I, I saw your left hand moving first, though. What? Um, behind a computer. Yeah, I could. T- I could see the shoulder shifting. You know. <laughs> what? You think I'm going? You think I'm typing like Days Gone? That's maybe. A good game. Maybe. I don't know. I don't know. Um. Anyway, on to other Those movie news. Davis. Huh? <laughs> don't do it. Don't yep, do it. Go ahead and say your next thing. Don't, I, I, okay. Okay. Um. Elizabeth Banks directing a film titled Cocaine Bear about a bear that actually ate 40 pounds of cocaine. True story. I heard about that. It's going to be a character-driven story. Don't know what that means. It's about a cocaine eat or a bear eating cocaine. But how can it be character-driven? Well, there's characters in it, and they drive the story. You know? <laughs> Sometimes you really make things too difficult on yourself. Sometimes I think I make them too easy for you is what, is what that meant. Yeah, that, that was a softball right there. Foul ball, yeah. That was a home run, Alex. It was not a foul ball. Not for you. You wouldn't have ca- caught either of them anyway. Uh, biopic based on the Bee Gees, directed by Kenneth Branagh. Um, I'm tired of the music biopics already. I'll say it. The Queen one wasn't that good. It should not have won best editing. The editing sucked. I'll also say this. It like, how's it? How can it be a biopic if it take? It took so many liberties with the story. Like that movie had me thinking that they broke. Queen never broke up. Rocket Man was kind of good. I haven't seen Rocket Man. It was pretty good. I liked it. It also took a lot of liberties. Which but is, but uh, whatever's uh Joel Joelit? No, that's not his name. The guy, that, the kid that played. Oh, uh, isn't it Taron Egerton? Yeah, Taron Egerton. He played. Re- he did really good. Ah, yeah. No, he's he's been good in everything. He's in Kingsman. I, that guy's big break role. But yeah, I just like I like the Bee Gees. Like you know, and I think it'll be cool. Going back to like that time in the seventies and whatnot. But like, like. Bohemian Rhapsody was an, I like Queen is Queen. You can't just make a biopic about every single, you know, band and expect it to succeed. And I just and I agree. I, I don't think Bohemian Rhapsody was as good as a lot of people said. It was good. It had its cool moments, but wasn't as good as a lot of people said. Um, in my opinion, James Gunn claims casting for Guardians of the Galaxy three has not started yet. Um, there have been rumors throughout the week that he's been casting. Uh. Oh, what's the, Adam Warlock? That's been the, like they've been running cat, but he said, "Yeah, that's just not true." Seth Rogen said he wanted to be Adam Warlock. Please no. I'm Adam Warlock. Look how powerful I am. That'd be terrible. That'd be funny. I'm gonna I'm gonna smoke something. Please stop. He's like, you know, he's been probably in the most like. Can I say? The most marijuana Drug themed movie. Yeah, no, okay, just, I can just, say it. I'm about to say just the most ma- movies based around marijuana. I think it's something like that. More, even more than Cheech and Chong. Honestly, probably. So Cheech was in um Cars. He was Ramon. Wow. And George Carlin was Fillmore. Wow. And Michael Keaton was Chick Hicks. Wow. And Paul Newman was Doc Hudson. I knew that one. Yeah. Did you not know all the other ones? I no, I, I actually Later, I'm going backwards. Wow. <laughs> Obviously, got to have a callback to that. One of my probably my best moment. I got Davis to laugh. It's oh, a rarity. Funny. You know? uh, thank you, thank you. Um, no, I knew I knew about the Carlin one actually. I'd actually heard, read of that uh, a few months ago, and I knew about the Michael Keaton one. George Carlin also used to narrate Thomas the Tank Engine movies or shows. I like it. I you like didn't it. know that. 
Davis is out here with all the random fun facts. He clearly does not want to talk about these DC movies. No, I do. I do. Spoiler but... alert: We do not like the majority of them, but we'll get to that. Maybe in you a... don't. We'll, we'll see. We'll see. Um, Junkie XL. Speaking of DC, the composers for Justice uh, League, Batman vs Superman, and we're going to be for Justice League until they were replaced. But oh. now we'll be. The He's credited on Justice no, League. No, yeah, no. Are they? They are. They are one person. Yeah, no. It's like a group. Junkie, Junkie XL. If I'm not mistaken, but um. The composers are also composing Godzilla vs. King Kong, and they said the aircraft... It's one guy. Is it really? Yes. Oh, my mistake. Sorry. Thomas um, Hulkenberg. Interesting. Well, in that ne- case... the Netherlands. So it's just like a stage name then? Yes. Oh, interesting. Okay, in that case then, Junkie XL said that the aircraft carrier fight scene that we've seen in all the trailers will be 15 plus minutes in Godzilla vs. King Kong. But yeah, they are... Kong's taking the dub. I think so. I think so. But yeah, Junkie XL also composed Batman vs Superman and did Justice League until, of course, everything got switched up and then Danny Elfman came. But we'll get to that as well. Trailer for City of Lies, uh, film starring Johnny Depp and Forrest Whitaker as they hunt for the notorious Big's killer. That apparently. is Biggie, for people that are not familiar with the notorious Big. I feel like people are more familiar with Biggie, Biggie Smalls. I mean, yeah, I know that one, but I feel like the. Stage name is a bit more. I feel like I everybody know. knows him as Biggie Smalls. Interesting. I, should, I, I feel like relax you and take notes. You know what I'm talking about. It's his song. Gunsmoke, Gunsmoke. Okay, yeah, yeah, okay. I'm, I'm a little slow, man. I'm a little slow. Hey, yeah, you don't want to notorious Big in there. I mean, that's what it, that's what it said on the uh, official card. When what I you call sports players by their full names. Aaron Rodgers. No, I'm talking about their full name. Middle name? Yeah. No, no, do not do not do this. Please don't. You go, I love LeBron Ray Raymond James <laughs> Sr. <laughs> and we're off. Um so yeah, that trailer actually released Johnny Depp. I Depp's love Wardell Stephen Curry. Please stop. Please stop. Please stop. Um but yeah, that uh trailer released. Interesting premise. I think it could be good. Uh Forrest Whitaker, Johnny Depp. I like both of those actors, so we'll see. Uh, Kirstie Clemens will be staying on as Iris West for the Flash movie that will be directed by the director from the It uh, films, It 1 and It 2. Or Andres Muschietti. Exactly. Um, she was in the original version of the Justice League and then was cut out in the Josh Whedon cut and then will be back in it for the Snyder cut, so it's all kind Dub. of confusing. So uh, interesting to see that character's progression at least continue from wherever they set it up in the Snyder cut. Falcon and Winter Soldier te- teasers were released. Uh, I'll be honest, Davis, and we may lean into this a bit during uh, when we break down online movies. I'm a bit MCU'd out right now. Like, Interesting. Like, the thing to me is that, you know, there's not enough variety, right? Like, even when I didn't like the first two episodes of WandaVision, because it was like, you know, it was like, oh, but it's supposed to be back because it's 50s television. I was like, okay, but that doesn't mean I have to li-. like. It, it was unique, and it felt that way, and then it, I feel like everything else in MCU it follows a similar formula almost too much so. Like, they're going to be the same kind of humor and the same, like, because think of Endgame, right, in Infinity War. This was this huge moment where it's like, oh, man, everybody's going to be joining together. And if you had asked me in 2010, that would have been hyped because, or remember the first Avengers movie? That movie's hyped up because Captain America, Thor, and Iron Man, regardless of quality, were all very different films. And I think the characters all acted differently. But now... You know, what what's the main difference in terms of the humor in the script from Spider-Man to Ant-Man? I don't really see one. 
I see you're joining Martin Scorsese and I. No, 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 no. I, I, no, they are by definition. Join us. No, they're by definition cinema. They're movies. No, they're not. That. They're just long TV shows. They're not long TV they're shows. They're TV shows with more budget. Okay, we're going to save this entire debate, which is, of course, no, probably I li- too But the thing is, I like the MCU, but they are just TV shows with a lot more budget. I think, I think in that case, it's odd because I don't think I like it, but I also don't. I will credit it as cinema. I just don't. I'm just tired of the formulaic feel to it because, like, what is... A crossover movie and a crossover event is hype because you see characters that are so different interacting in the same setting. But I think it kind of eroded itself when, you know, they all make the same jokes. Like, like think 2008, Iron Man, Captain America, The Incredible Hulk, and Thor, right? Those four movies. Now, The Incredible Hulk was a failure and so was Thor, but those four movies all very, very different. And then seeing those together would have been cool. But now, you know, Hulk and Ant-Man and... Uh, Spider-Man are all making the same type of humor. It just feels very formulaic. I don't know. And I think Falcon and Winter Soldier feels like it's going down that path as well. I can tell that I boarded you because you look, you went under your phone on that one. So Sorry. I got an alert. I did. Mm. I don't know. Just join but, me and Martin Scorsese. Oh, good Lord. Okay. But now to end on a high note for you at least. Um, I could be Jordan to direct Creed 3. Not a high note for me. But hey, you know. I know. I mean, I feel like Ryan Coogler could have directed it again. It would have been good. No, I have no problem with Michael B. Jordan directing. No, I don't I either. Have, I'm just saying, like, I just have a problem with a this third is for, Creed this is, movie. This is, what? Rocky Three is good. Is that the good one? Or is it Rocky Four? They all kind of they all kind of meld together. They're all kind of good. I haven't even seen all of them. Anymore. They're all they're all kind of good. Rocky Three is Mr. T. That's what's his name in it? Oh my! Yeah, I'm not even gonna worry about it. Yeah, I can't remember his name either. But, I like um, Creed 2. I'll say it. Creed 2 is good. The fight is a lot better than Creed 1. I just, my issue is that, you know, it's like, I'm watching those movies for the fights. I mean, to go from the MCU formulaic to, okay, the fights are good, yeah, but it's just, it's like, it is all the same thing. And movies nowadays are formulas. I wish they weren't. I do too, but they are, Alex. You got to live with that. There's like three movie studios that are releasing movies that are not with formulas. A24, yeah. Bl- Blumhouse, I guess. Christopher Nolan. Nolan, I guess. Uh, you could kind of say they have his movies have their own his formulas. Movies, his, okay, his movies have their own type of formula, but at least they are unique within themselves and within their own studio. They are not, you know. I mean, at the end of the day, you know, everyone's trying to start a monster verse or a verse of some kind or a universe of some of some form, and you know, everybody's trying to like follow suit. And Creed is, you know, the oh, it worked. Let's do it again. It worked again. Let's do it a third time. And I think Nolan's movies, his overall body of work is more diverse, but recently it has meshed a bit together. But still, it stands out from the general, and that's why. Well, look, here's the thing. I like the MCU. I do, because as a kid, I was an undercover nerd. I didn't... I, undercover? Yeah, Alex. I wasn't all into, like... Right Davis, I've seen pictures of you as a kid. I'm not sure if it would be undercover. You're judging books by their cover now, Alex. Come on, <gasps> I'm man. kidding. Come on, Come on. I'm cool. kidding. It's not cool. Did you ever learn? Any, have you ever watched a kids' TV show? That's like the number one rule in an episode. It's like the first episode touches on that. Drake and Josh never touched on that. They definitely had an episode about. Not I'm, I'm kidding. I know. Come I'm on, kidding. Man. Well, look. Let's say in high. I'll say in high school, I was an undercover nerd. There you go. There you go, Alex. You happy? I I didn't let on that I knew all this stuff about superheroes, but once they became popular, I was like. Now's my time to shine. I'll say random trivia. They'd be like, that's really interesting. Tell me more. And I, I'm kind of glad they did that. But at the same time, now everybody wants to have their cinematic universe. The dark universe, 
the DCEU, which I was okay with, but they kind of fumbled the bag. They, yeah. Uh, the MonsterVerse. Eesh. The Airbud Universe. They were the first to do it, though. First in the millennia to do it. No, I, I understand. I think it's just it's a bit annoying that everything's being so formulaic because, you know, things worked when, you know, you could have Star Trek and Star Wars running movies at the same time, and they're completely different. And, you know, that's how it was in the 80s is that that's – well, here's the thing. You say your thing real quick. That's just, you know, that was the beauty of it is that you could have similar ideas, but, you know, they, they would be so unique. Like Blade Runner and Terminator, two movies about the future and about time tra- – well, not time travel, but, you know, two movies about the future, right, and two vastly different things. The idea is that they're under the sci-fi blanket, but they're com- two completely different sides of the coin. And I think now – it's not that. Well, you know, uh, that's kind of the reason as a film fan, as a fan of watching movies more than TV shows, I've kind of steered away from action movies because you know what's going to happen. There's going to be action. There's going to be the obligatory bad guy speech. There's going to be the, the heroes having a fight with each other. That's why I like to watch dramatic movies, like more, I guess, quote-unquote artsy movies. Yeah. Compared, to, I wouldn't say they're all arts. They're not like avant-garde, but like they t- they tackle more serious subjects. They don't fall into the same formula as all the MCU films do. Bad guy shows up, heroes form together, heroes quarrel, fight bad guy, beat bad guy, good wins at the end. Yeah, and I think you know I'm I like action movies. But I'm I'm mainly a guy who likes the older ones, like the ones from like the '90s, because they were not so formulaic. Like think of Independence Day, for example. Doom and Gloom, end of the world movie. You haven't seen it, have you? No. So, so I've seen it. The the White House get blown up. Oh yeah, it's cool. Um, but like that movie. Nowadays, it was made to be so formulaic, but it was so unique with from the top cast to just the way that they handled it to the absurdity of it, and that's what made it work. And now you've kind of lost that to where what's left is not avant garde, but you know, go to go for those more serious movies. Now, is there anything else you want to talk about, Davis? You, you, you seem to have a lot to say, but it's up to you. No. What? Thank you, Davis. Um, so now, do you want to get into the DCEU? Let me think about it. Well, here's the thing, Alex. Looking at these movies. One, two. Wait, one, two, three, four, five. I like the majority of these. I'll say it. Looking at these movies, one, two, three, four. Five and a half. I'll count five. I, I like I like five as well. I think we like a different five, maybe, but we'll we'll find out. I but think we have the same five. I don't know. We'll 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 see. We'll see. We definitely have the same five. There's no way we have the same five. We'll we'll get into that. Well, one two of these movies I haven't seen. Oh. Yeah. Wonder Woman eighty four and Birds of Prey. Okay, yeah, in that case and it kinda it kinda narrows it down. We'll see. And I we'll said five see. and a half. I oh I said five, so I stick with only five. But so let's get into it. So obviously, as you all know, the MCU was created in 2008. I Am Iron Man basically blows up and creates this whole thing. And then eventually DC's like, we got to respond, right? Which so, rightfully so. Yeah. They have the better characters. I'll say it. I, I personally have always been a bigger DC fan. Uh, plus, you know, they have all their tools in one basket. Marvel's got X-Men somewhere, Spider-Man somewhere else. And now it's more together. But, you know, at the time... They didn't. Well, look, and, and also with the MCU or the Marvel, you got to remember Marvel was on the brink of bankruptcy 20 years ago. That, that's exactly right. That's why X-Men is uh, 
Fox, was Fox and Spider-Man, Spider-Man Sony, Sony, and Hulk to Universal. And anyway. also Daredevil, yeah. Fantastic Four, Civil Surfer, yeah, also like Fox. That. Exactly. So, so anyway. They started selling them. Enough about the MCU for a later, until a later episode on that. So DC responds with Man of Steel. This is... Whoa, 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 whoa. I was going to go over some of the history of it. About how the characters are better. Davis, I feel like that's for like a, an MCU versus DCEU episode. What? Okay, whatever. No, I mean, this is whatever. an episode viewing the DC. Yeah, and we're talking about how the characters are better. Why we would like, well, I'd like, if the DCEU had planned out, had, no, plan, had not been so eager to catch up to the Avengers. Davis, you're jumping to the finish line before we got out of the starting gate. Because I'm whole, like that lady at the Boston Marathon that skipped it by going to the subways. That's right. I forgot that was a thing. Because I... That's fair, but I think that's something we could talk about at, like once we go Bro. through the whole. Se- Davis, say you what you're going to say. You don't have a layout for this thing. You should have told me this beforehand. Say what you're going to say. Go ahead. Go ahead. Sorry. Go ahead. If no, no, no. actually, no, no. no. Oh my! Do not do this. Do not. Do not die on a hill and then actually be like, actually, I'm just going to leave the hill. No, I'm going to die on this hill later on, just for your no, sake. No, stay on the hill. Look, here's the thing. Whoa, now. I I did that so it'd be louder on purpose. I cupped okay, my yeah, hands around it. I, yeah, I noticed. I noticed. DC. Historically and subjectively, for me, I also think you has better characters, better stories, better storylines, uh, probably better villains. One could say, MCU. Uh, Spider Man was always one of my favorites. I'm gonna. I don't care if you don't want me to talk about this. I'm gonna talk about it. it was, but Spider Man was always one of my favorites. But when you look at the the popularity of them, Batman, Superman, Aquaman, Green Lantern, Wonder Woman, The Flash, all those are so like all those. Maybe besides Aquaman and. Maybe the Flash are all more popular than the most popular, in the, like second most popular in the MCU. I would say yeah, comic true. wise, like that's true. Captain America, excuse me, Captain America and Iron Man weren't popular until the MCU. That's probably true. Yeah, it is true. Iron Man was lame back in the day. He used to, <laughs> he used to wear jorts, bro. He used to have a handlebar mustache. Hey, don't hate on the jorts. He used to have a, he used to have a mullet and a mustache. And he used to wear underwear on his suit, like it was metal underwear. That's okay. That's kind of odd. He had the he had the red suit, and then he had the the yellow underwear part. Think about that. That's kind of odd. That kid was lame. All right, so he we was, agree. He, he was the lesser Batman. We agree on that. So obviously, hindsight's twenty twenty because despite the fact that DC has this toolbox, they didn't necessarily do a lot well with it, and. Now, are you cool with getting into the movies? Well, the reason they didn't do well with it, Alex, what are your thoughts? Um, the reason is because um, it doesn't fit the mold. So the one thing that I, as I mentioned earlier, I'm MCU'd out personally. I, I think I, I know some people that are as well because we're into phase four and it's like, you know, people are like, oh, man, I love WandaVision. Those two characters that I just wasn't connected, I wasn't connected with and still not connected with. So I like Paul Bettany, so I like the vision. That's fair. Paul that's Bettany's fair. cool. But I would say that, you know, what I liked about DC and DC movies in the past, there's a reason The Dark Knight is top five on IMDb's top movie list because it's unique because it's significantly darker. There's no humor at all, really. I mean, you can sort of laugh at some of the Joker's quips, but it's all for a much darker purpose. And the reason that it failed is because the studio, Warner Brothers, wanted success, but... The movies breaking the mold did not bring the success they needed. So, for example, you start with Man of Steel. 
Right, we're just gonna go. We're just gonna go around in this one. I, I, I did. I didn't say we're gonna follow chronology, but I feel like we can tell a good story by following it because it shows a okay, good go progression ahead. of how. I'm it not, goes. I didn't even say anything. You no, started no, defending I, no, yourself. No, because I, I said that defending earlier. Defending yourself before anybody says said, anything no, shows a guilty conscience. Because I said that earlier in the show. That's why. Okay, bro. Makes sense. So you go with Man <laughs> of Steel, the third interpretation of Superman in roughly forty years. Christopher Reeves, then. Uh, What is his name? From Superman Returns. Yes. Oh, what is his name? He showed up in the in the. CW yeah, he showed up. He showed up in the crossover. Oh my gosh! I Michael, it. wait. Uh, it doesn't say his name. What? I got it. I got it. It's not it, possible. Brandon South. Brandon Routh. Oh, Routh. I thought it yeah. said South. Or Brandon Roth, I think maybe. Um, James so, Marston's in. I didn't know. Yes. That. Good lord. I've never seen Superman Returns. So, um. Third, third interpretation of that character in as many years, or not, not in as many years. Third interpretation of that character in roughly forty years. He's kind of fatigued out, but so was Batman. So they had to start with one, right? You know, they wanted to start their universe on one of the main two, and you couldn't do Dark Knight Rises or Batman because the Dark Knight Rises was a year before, and Man of Steel was two thousand thirteen. So they do it, and I'm being honest, I really like this movie. It's a good movie. I think it's a very good movie. I think it's unique in the Superman interpretation because for me. I I can tolerate a campy super movie like my like, I, like I like you know 1989 Batman, Tobey Maguire Spider Man. That's like my limit for like you know campy ridiculous superhero movies. But I do not. I'm gonna be honest. I'm not a big fan of the original Superman movies with Christopher Reeves. They're just so you don't like over- it when he rebuilds the 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 wall of China with his eyes, or he turns back the war. He goes back in time by spinning the world the opposite way. Like it like it's just it's a bit too ridiculous. And I get that they're classics, and I and I respect them. And I respect what they did. I respect their impact. I respect everything. I respect Christopher Reeve's performance. You don't like it when he throws Lex Luthor down that, that the ice shaft? Oh, Lord, stop it. But, like, it's just it's just too much. And this movie throws it on its head because this movie is a much darker, probably the darkest interpretation of Superman on the big screen. He's very serious. He's not the very joyous Boy Scout. And I like it. I like that he's... Because I, like, I feel like that's realistic because how a Superman would have to act in this world. Well, so... When when Christopher Reeve was made Superman in in the comics, Christopher Reeve was made. You mean Christopher Reeve Superman was yeah, made? Yeah. Meant. Uh, excuse me, sorry. But when that super, I, I'm not like a historian of the comics, so I'm not going to say it for sure. But like Superman wasn't as like as uh the death of Superman was around then, or maybe I think it was no, after. That, that had been like after. twenty years after, maybe yeah. ten years after. But like he was more of like the Boy Scout then. He was more do no wrong. He always has the strong moral compass. But he, he wasn't like he didn't have any that many layers. He was just this guy can do anything. He has no faults. And then in like two thousand in the two thousands, before the new fifty two, it was when the what was his name? Brandon Routh one. Yeah. It was a little more layered, but still it was, still the, it was there was the death of Superman like ten, twenty years before in the nineties. Was it the eighties or the nineties? I think it was the nineties. And he had a really hairy chest too. I don't so, know. You know like about this. It, like insanely you know, I'm not even gonna touch on it. I've seen the pictures, weird. But and then and then once you hit the 2010s was when the new 52 comes around. People have issues with the new 52. That's fair. It's 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 flawed and so but there's some good stories. But that's when that's when superheroes become more layered. Like Batman was always kind of dark, but Superman's this is the first time he's like in this era is when Injustice came out, and that's the first time. That's not the first time, but like that's a good story about superhero or Superman turning bad. So it show and it gives more layers to him. That's what Man of Steel tried to do, but. I think they're a little they were a little heavy handed in it about the Christ like the Christ metaphors, 
I, okay. Like, I get why they did it, because he's basically God coming down to Earth with That's how wh- powerful he is. But, like, it was so, like, he literally does, like, he, he holds his hands out like he's on a cross when he's in the space. I, I feel like, um, I don't think it's too heavy-handed. Well, that, that might have been, but I think, you know, if if an alien were to I'm not saying, come yeah, to Earth I understand that, but, like, world, people well, like rally around it we that get way. that. Like, we understand that as a movie watcher. I hope we do. So you don't have to be like, Look, this guy's like Jesus. Hey, this guy is like Jesus, guys. Look, that's supposed to be loud on purpose, just so you know. Everything you're saying is loud, Davis. But here's the thing. But like, we as a movie viewer that like has a few brain cells, you you can recognize that that that's he, fair. he he is a Christ-like metaphor. So you don't that's have to fair. keep throwing it at us, hitting us in the face with it. That's fair. But also, you know, so after Man of Steel, hold on, I, one, one more thing. Oh my man. lord! Sorry. No, this is actually one thing that I wanted to ask you. Um. A lot of people had an issue with him killing Zod at the end. I had no problem with it. I think it was good. It was a good character like, development. People were like, Superman doesn't kill. I'm like, he's not happy about yes, it. Yes, exactly. He didn't crack a joke. That's, he had to he's do screaming. it. That's like, the only way he could have done it. I've Except ne- he could have flown in the air. There's, Yeah, there's a bit about that. But the you know issue what? Is, that's how this movies I, gonna, I, forget, I remember what I was going to say. The issue is Superman is so powerful, it's hard to ride him. He can literally do everything. Yep. So like, I, As can Zod because Zod is his equivalent. Yes. But like when you're when you're watching the movies, people can nitpick it. It's like, why didn't you do this or this? So like, I love Superman, but super, I love him because Superman's cool. He's the quintessential. Everybody knows Superman. He's the quintessential superhero. Yeah. But also hate him because he's so powerful. It's like it's just unfair. Yeah. Like he's, he's literally a god. He's un he's unfair and it makes it difficult to write, which puts in those situations. But I don't know why people were like, my Superman doesn't kill. I'm like, he didn't want to do it. I'm cool like, with that. Like, I think I thought it was. It good. adds another layer. It makes it darker. It brings it to a new audience. Exactly. Because kids can watch the movie. Yeah. It's not that gory. Exactly. It also brings up some moral dilemmas to think about. So yeah. it's not Superman's this Boy Scout, and it gives and it sets up the next movie where all the people are like, should we limit what this guy can do? Yep. Which I will say, I do have an issue with the city destruction. Though I see that it was setting up the BVS uh, court plot, but like, I feel like if you're you would you know take him to space or take him this somewhere. is the first time he's ever fought anybody though, so he's not really thinking it's about true. that. True, that's true. He is a rookie in the field. That's a good point, and I think that's something that people struggle with comic book characters. And even in the comics, he doesn't bring him to space because like then Zon could just fly right back down. That, yeah, but I mean, just keep the fight away from the city, I guess. But I, that is a good point. I think some people forget that these comic book characters that are you know. 80 years old. They don't have hindsight. We do. It's about to say, we, we've seen the movies. This this is not a J.J. Abrams film. They have not seen That's right. and read the comic book. Shout out to Jack for that uh, reference. That I'll okay, but up. so the next thing that happened after this movie was BVS, like immediately. Yep. There was like, what, two years? Uh, actually, it was about three years, actually. Okay. BVS was 2016. But I still have an issue with it because Batman does not show up in, the, in Man of Steel. I think maybe there's a hint to the Wayne... In Enterprises, yeah, maybe he, no, he shows he shows up in the fight in the beginning of Batman vs Superman. I'm talking about in Man of Steel. Man of Steel. Yeah, I'm talking about in Man of Steel. Yeah, <laughs> we're, we're on a loop we now. Know, we, we know where he is, but do you I want- know, but no, in Man of Steel, Batman does not show up. He is not even mentioned. But Wayne Enterprises is hinted at. I think it's like there's like a Wayne thing maybe yeah. there. But what I'm saying is, I wish they had maybe set up more of Batman. Maybe in a TV show in a, his own standalone movie because I like Batfleck, Ben Affleck Batman. I like his suit. His suit's really good. But they just throw next movie. They're fighting. You have no idea, none of the stuff about Batman because he's supposed to be older. He's supposed to be more yep. more uh, battle worn. He's he's more yep. he's using guns now. 
there should have been a movie about that to show how he got yeah. there, and then he fights Superman. So the reason behind that is, is it's a twofold issue because one, Batman had had three movies in seven years: two thousand five, two thousand eight, two thousand twelve. Never stopped Sony. Nope, it, it, Batman Begins, Dark Knight, Dark Knight Rises. The studio didn't think it would sell again because also Dark Knight Rises didn't. It, it was still good, but people were like, "Ah, it's not so." A lot of a lot of people actually don't like that movie, which is odd. But never but seen I like it. it. Um, unbelievable. Um, so you know. But so the idea is that that wouldn't sell. Plus, this this Batman is based exclusively on the Dark Knight Returns yes. comic book, which. Important mention that comic book has no precursor. It is a random Elseworld story of throwing Batman in, and I, I get that. And it sets, but but I, people go into the theater watching that. I know. Want to know about I know. Batman? And if you watch Batman's Dark, probably the most po- popular superhero. There if is. you watch Dark Knight Returns, it explains everything about him well. The problem with BVS is it was doing two storylines at once. Dark Knight Returns is two movies. They made it into movies. They made it into cartoons. They split it in half, and it's two two-hour films. Also, to mention about DC, they have the best animated movies. Also true. But Flashpoint? That's, that, that that's not insane. That's that not important. so good. That's not important. I've seen Flashpoint hey, probably hey, ten hey, times. Hey, On. Okay, sorry. Task Davis. Flashpoint's good. Davis, look, we could do 30 DC episodes, but we got one right now before our Snyder Cut. I wish they would have made maybe like a miniseries. Yep. I know that wasn't popular then, as it is now. Yeah. yeah but if they had, I guess they kind of are rebooting the... DCU in some way. We ways. don't know. The Snyder Cut is going to change everything no matter what because because basically everything in DC is on halt before the Snyder well, Cut. Robert Pattinson's the new Batman. Even no, that, wait, but that's that not. Could, it's an no, no, Elseworlds story. That's what I was going to say. You I beat know. me to it. Yes, I know because. But here's the thing. I like Ben Affleck as Batman. I do too. And I think, first of all, question. You've seen the Ultimate Edition and theatrical. I think Ultimate Edition is far better. I haven't seen the theatrical since seeing it in theaters. I think it's Far better. I think the theatrical is a disjointed mess, especially at the start. Like the whole the whole scene in the desert at the beginning is a mess at the beginning, and you don't know what Lois is doing in the ultimate issue. Yeah, I agree. You understand the whole investigation. It's cool. The thing is, with I hadn't seen the theatrical in so long, I couldn't point out this scene wasn't in it. This scene was. I I I remembered it well enough, and I've I I try and watch them back to back. Like I'm like I'll watch theatrical one week and then watch ultimate edition a week from then, just to like get familiar with them. And it's actually an interesting. Watch, I recommend. But I do think the Ultimate Edition was much better. I think it was. I think everything was much more fleshed out. I remember leaving the theaters for Batman v Superman. I was like, that, I kind of liked it, but it was also kind of bad. Because I laughed out loud about how many dream scenes there were. I liked the nightmare scene. Plus, okay, so. But there were so many. I was like, this guy, all he does is sleep. Okay, so, well, first of all, it makes sense that he is a character or has problems sleeping. Yes. But also, it's important to mention that. This movie will be directly affected by the Snyder Cut because everything is... They go back to the nightmare sequence in the Snyder yes. Cut. We've seen the clips. We've seen photos. We've seen Jared we Leto's joke. We live in a society, exactly. Batman. So that will kind of be explained because I've heard that they have a discussion about that and about the dream. I don't know to what extent, but that's what I've heard happens in the movie. So this a lot that issue is kind of on hold for the next one. As is Batman's like, you know... Oh, he just shoots guns and that's it. Like, we don't know where his arc goes until the next movie. Also, what are your thoughts on the Martha scene? It's better. Look, I remember I always ragged on it, and I think they still could have done it better because it. I, I get that you, there's nonverbal things you can pick up on. Yep. But it still doesn't really explain why Batman flips yep. suddenly. I get why because I, I've done. Because I, I, I know why anyway. I, I do too. But, like, if you're just watching the movie for the first time, it might be a little jarring. What is a little jarring? I'm, uh, You're I like, think, he just said Martha. You know why did he do that? That's I, the- think, I think that this is 
almost the opposite of the issue with Man of Steel, of him being too on the nose with the Jesus metaphor. This is something that we're supposed to pick up on our own because my interpretation of it is the fact that I think Superman saying Martha was too much because why would he refer to his mother as Martha? He called them mom and dad the whole time. He, he never, like, that's how it was. He called her mother a number of times in Man of Steel. Like, this is just how it was. So I think him saying Martha is a bit heavy-handed, but I interpret it as he believes that this is some alien sent to destroy us all yes. because that because he's in Gotham and this is dark Gotham where everybody's awful. He literally says 20 years in Gotham, how many good guys are left? How Wait, many stayed there? That was way? a thing, there was a thing mentioned in BVS Ultimate Edition. I don't really remember in the theatrical where like where Clark Kent's like we got to write about Batman cuz he's preying on poor people just trying to make a living. Do you remember that? No. Because like the joke about or the joke, the joke about Batman now is like a guy selling weed on the corner. Batman comes up and breaks his legs. But like that's like they touch on that because that's what Batman and this is kind of doing. Yeah, he's not the Joker's not non-existent in BVS. All it has is the Robin suit. I about to say yeah, because he killed. The, it uh, doesn't mention the Riddler. Doesn't mention the Penguin. Any or Black Mask. It doesn't mention any of the big guys. It seems like he's handled a good deal of them at least. It seems like so. Like it but seems it's like he's taking because he doesn't really have much. He in the movies like there's no there's no big more big things to do. It's just petty crime now. So he's beating up poor people, basically. That's all he's doing. It, he's a billionaire that could help them all, but he's just beating up poor people instead. It is, that, is an, that is an interesting point. I think it, I think people are too quick to be like, my Batman doesn't do this, when he, in reality, this is where this character goes if he has no direction and if everybody that he's been close to except for Alfred is gone. You know, nobody's there except Alfred. There's no Robin except the one that's obviously dead because that suit references, obviously... The Joker killing Robin. You think they were trying to set up a Red Hood situation? No, there? because actually, um, Zack Snyder said it was actually Dick Grayson, that Robin oh, that got killed. So no Nightwing. Yeah. Nightwing's cool. I, I, I agree. I agree. But I think that's what they were trying to set up. But again, the movie should have been longer, and that's the problem. Is maybe just split it in two parts. I have no problem with two parts. But Zack making these four-hour, three-hour movies is a bit much. But I still like it. I, I, I like the like Ultimate it. Edition more. And then, but Lex else? Luthor, Lex Luthor leaned way too much on coincidence. Still. Maybe a bit. Maybe. How a bit. did they? Well, I guess he would have figured out that Lois Lane was dating Superman somehow. But how does how does Superman hear? How does she? How does he know she's in trouble? Because he has but hearing. I don't know, man. That's Unless always has, been a thing. I know he does, but like, how can he hear just her with nobody else? Because that's how that he just bothers like, me. He's so he's powerful. Just always done no, that. He's, no, he's so powerful, but they have to make it really, really niche. I can only hear Lois, not the people all the way in. In Antarctica, freezing to death, but I can hear Lois in in the desert say, "No, please don't shoot me." Yeah, and no, I look, I, I don't have an explanation for that. But again, I think this is a good movie. I think it presents a lot of good elements. I think people are a bit too harsh on the Batman killing, because again, I think the beauty of a comic book movie or comic books in general is that they can be anything. Comic books have covered so many different Elseworld stories. This can be one of them. It doesn't have to be the same core comic. It doesn't have to follow the same five principles that have been one comic storyline, right? And I think that's the beauty of it. I think DC should take that advantage rather than the MCU, which sort of follows it in a straight line. DC should, you know, realize that you can make these characters different and evolve them, and I'm fine with that. And I'm fine with the movie, and I thought the fight scene was really cool, but, you know, people disagree and think that it's just another gray villain with Doomsday, but I'm fine with that as well. Now, anything else before we go on to a couple more? No. So we've got three more before really the, like, the climax of the DCEU and where, where we're at now. So Suicide Squad, this movie suffers from the same issue BVS had except greater of not setting any of these people up. The way Suicide Squad works in the comics is these are villains that we've met. They've beat, they faced our heroes. And now 
they're the good guys, sort of? Cool. This movie doesn't set this up and just tries to make them heroes. They that's, try- why, that's why there should have been at least, like, maybe two or three yeah. more movies for this. Like, they have a Batman standalone where he arrests Deadshot, where he, where he arrests Harley, like you see in Suicide Squad. Yeah. And yeah. then there's they they make the Flash movie before the Justice League, or maybe, yeah, before the Justice League after BVS because they tease them all in BVS, which I thought was cool when I first watched it because I didn't realize I was Wonder Woman at first, and then I was like, holy crap, that's Wonder Woman. When I, I first like saw that, it. I, some people were like, that's heavy handed. Like I'm that. like, I thought it was set up because well. she's been hiding, but yeah. still, but, but the point, my point is, they they could have planned it out yep. and then had Suicide Squad right before Justice League. And then, like, had some of the Suicide Squad villains actually team up with the Just League to face the. Well, that was the threat. original plan because Deadshot yeah. was going to be one of the last people alive, and then they team up with Batman and like. Yeah. One of, but he, hear me out. Hear me out. So you have Man of Steel, Batman movie, BVS, then after like then you have the Wonder Woman, uh, then you also have, uh, uh, the Flash, maybe Aquaman there, maybe not a Cyborg movie. I think Cyborg fits in the Just League. I like, line. yeah, I like so. Cyborg a lot. I think they kind of because he's the main. Char- I, I, my opinion in Just League and the Snyder Cut is he's the main character. It's his story because he's closer to the Mother Box than anybody. Yeah. So that's how it kind of links. So and it's Superman's story because it's his re- resurrection. Okay, so you have Man of Steel, Batman, BVS, then Wonder Woman, Justice League, Aquaman in that area, and then you in Justice League or in Flash, he arrests Captain Boomerang, just one yeah. off, like a quick moment. Batman, he arrests all them. A Deadshot and Harley Quinn, whoever else, and then then you have Suicide Squad. Yep, would have been a lot better. Then you have Justice League. Would have worked a lot better, but instead you've but got. But they were too ha- Flash. The Flash movie isn't even out yet. Yep. But they were too hasty. They wanted to catch up to Marvel because they had yep. the Avengers, so they had to get the Justice League out as soon as possible. So they skimped out on character development and their own fleshed out movies because they because they had Iron Man, Captain America, Thor own movies and then they yep. teamed up. And then it leads to a 52 minute exposition before getting to the main plot of Suicide Squad, which I'm going to be honest, I don't want to talk a lot about the movie. I don't like it. I watched it's it earlier, I didn't like it's it. It's a disjointed mess. It's a lot about music. You're trying to get attached to people. Um the torch guy whose name I cannot El, El Diablo. Diablo says I'm not losing my family again to guys he met a day ago. Exactly. It's not believable. It's fake chemistry and it's manufactured in order to pretend like DCU is on a level playing field. You've got to build to it. You got to get to it. You've got to set it up. And this wasn't it. I, and I think personally, I think Jared Leto was given too hard a time for getting 2 minutes of screen time. I think his interpretation is fine. I think the fact of the matter is he's following two of the best actors of all time. Heath Ledger and Jack Nicholson. Jack Nicholson's one of the best ever. Heath Ledger gave one of the best performances ever. Jared Leto is great in his own right, and he did a unique and different interpretation. I think that's fine. I think he should have got more screen time. I think the movie's a mess. I think it, it is. It is a mess. I think the villain is... This is... You know, people said Doomsday's a gray villain. This is a gray villain to me. There's nothing about... Like, we're we supposed to care about Enchantress and Flag? No! I don't care anything about them! And it's just... It just annoys me because it's there's there's moments it does right. There's things that it does that are cool. I think I really like Deadshot and Harley's relationship. I really like that. They have a lot of good chemistry. I think Will Smith played a good Deadshot. Yeah, I think he did great. They're bringing him back for the next suit. But not with him. Idris Elba, actually, I believe. Okay, I like Idris Elba. We we have a Black Superman. I Hobbs and Shaw. Uh, Oh God, (laughs) I haven't Um, seen that. Horrible. But uh, yeah, any any other thoughts on this one, Davis? Like it's just just meh. I didn't like it. Watched it earlier. Uh, there's a few characters I kind of like, but like, they didn't even set up like three of the characters that were in it, and I was like, well, they're gonna. Oh yeah, die. like Slipknot. Slipknot, like he just he just walked in. I was like, what? Who who is this guy? Did I miss a scene? And then ten minutes later, he promptly gets killed. And then also Katana just shows up. There's no really exposition except like, 
oh, her husband's trapped in that sword. Yeah. Yeah, it's bad. It's so dumb. It's bad. It's a bad movie. And then moving on to the next one, you've got Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman is uh, Patty Jenkins directed, uh, first female directed superhero movie, if I recall. Good. Uh, Dope. And it's a good movie. Uh, but I have an issue with it. You say your things first. And uh, this is, you know, it's the big one leaking up to that picture we saw in BVS. Dope. That was a dope setup because it, had, she, it yep. had all the actors. Exactly. That's awesome. That's and great. She, that's and she says in BVS, I, I left humanity for 100 years or whatever because of this. This movie answers that question and gives us a good answer. But in Wonder Woman 84, doesn't she come back to humanity? That We're going to get to that in a minute with the disjointed mess that it's become after Justice League. But, but So Wonder Woman, oh no. I, I think it's a great movie. I really liked it. I think if not for the ending bit, I have yeah. my issues with it. It could be top three superhero movie all time. It doesn't. It's lo- really good. I really love all of it. The ending just falls flat. The chemistry between all the characters is great. I yep. think Saeed, uh, or he plays Samir in it. Uh, Chris Pine plays Steve Trevor. Oh, what's the guy that plays Charlie and Chief? I don't know their names off the top of my head. I can't remember their names but either. That, but like that, that team, good they all work together. I like good them. Good chemistry with the squad. The the villains, the Lucendorf and uh, Doctor Maru. I mean, not the not amazing, but like they're still interesting. It yeah, kind of plays say. into like the evilness. Of, I also like how it's like you know a historical fiction because it's like in World War yeah. Two and like World War One. On. Sorry, and like you know like. The Nazis using like gas, or not Nazis, just the Germans using gas and stuff like that was all real. Like that's something yes. that happened. That's a big part of it, and I like how it played into that. So I liked it all, and I liked how she was searching for Ares. Yeah, but the thing is, I wish if they had made it like this, I think it'd be one of the like more perfect superhero movies. If they had made Lucendorf Ares, she kills him, and then she's like, she talks to Steve Trevor. Why aren't these guys stopping? And Steve Trevor's like, maybe it's because. Man just does this anyway. That would have been that's a commentary on human nature. They could have found another way for Steve Trevor to sacrifice himself because should he could have still taken the plane and all that. Yeah, as a way to he could still sacrifice himself. But instead, they go. He walks off, and she's like distraught. That's cool. I'm like, wow, she's really rethinking it all. Maybe she, maybe just because Ares dies doesn't mean everybody's gonna stop. But then Sir Patrick, an old just old twist. white guy with a mustache, is apparently Ares now. Yeah, just a twist for the sake of a twist. Oh. And then, and then she finally kills Ares in an okay-ish fight. She loses her sword pretty quick. So how'd she get that back? For ju- but she fights him. Uh, she beats him. And then everybody snaps out of it. So how'd World War II happen? How'd the Vietnam War happen? How'd the Korean War happen? How'd all those wars happen if Ares is not around? That's a good point. But then Ares' explanation is that he wasn't actually like the only reason. Remember, that? that's what the villain says. Oh. It's just a bit more heavy-handed. I agree. That's I think fair. it should. It, it would have been a much better ending if they had not had Ares show up to just like, oh, I actually am pulling all the strings. Yeah, that's fair. I agree. I agree. He could have been playing into it because it's like war, but everybody's bad anyway. That's my issue with it. That's if that, fair. If, if they had fixed that out, I think it'd probably be arguably the best superhero movie of all time because it's oh, it's great. I loved it all. It is. It that. really is. I think I think it really just does everything perfectly. The music is great. The it, it may, it the may, no Man Land scene is really cool. It, yeah. It, I have another issue with it. Oh. We talked about this before the show. Please don't. Okay, I'm not going to – I won't say it. I like – they, they I make, get it, but like that's a whole other episode. They make honestly. Wonder Woman – they make her like blissfully – not blissfully. They make her ignorant because she's been on the island. Like not so much that it's annoying, but like it's kind of comical. And she's like, she's fighting the patriarchy. It's cool. She's like, why won't you let me in this room just because I'm a woman? And she goes, it's cool. I like all that. And not to mention, I think there's there's humor in it that's not yes. very heavy-handed, not very, you know, uh, she didn't kill Ares and Steve died and then crack a joke. You know, she the tension was there when it needed to be. The jokes were there when it needed to be. Specifically the scene when she had, like, had to find, like, what to wear. I thought that was funny. Um, yeah. 
I think it's a great movie. Yeah, I agree. Except for the ending. Ending's a little meh. And then on to this is the climax of it all. They're rushing because oh, they got to. It's not Shazam. No, but Justice League came out first, dude. Oh, we're going to chrono. Golly. Oh, sorry, I got the burps. But yeah, I thought we were going chronological. Okay, that was we're chronological. Because I feel, I feel like I, I there's figured, a split. You know, we should culminate with Justice League because that's going to be the most heated. But I, I feel like there's like a split. Okay, yeah, you know what? Why not? Let's culminate because that's what we're going to be talking about next week. Yeah, let's culminate with Justice League. So after that, you know, you go on, and then the next one is Aquaman, released in December. I like Aquaman. Made a billion dollars. Uh, I have issues with it. It's kind of it has a lot of plot holes com- connected to Justice some, League. Yeah, some some of the script is a little wonky. Uh, well, in Justice League, spoiler for Justice League. He's been to Atlantis in Justice League, and he's met Amber Heard's character. But in Aquaman, it's his first time ever going to Atlantis. I believe, no, I believe he's never been there. He's just had them reach out and met them in place. No, but like he, like he literally the 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 world box in Justice League or the the mother box in Justice League. He's like they stole it from Atlantis. I think he's saying is like they stole it from like the people of Atlantis. Maybe I don't know. Um, no, like he, it's implied he's gone to Atlantis. And okay, all that. well, and he knows case, Amber Heard's character. They all don't. They're not out out because like when he shows up to Atlantis, they all hate him. Remember. Aquaman? Yeah. But in like the movie, they're all like, oh, look, it's Aquaman. He's here. I, I don't know. I have an issue with that. I don't know. It, I, I, I remember that. It's, it's, a big, it's a bit of a mess. I really like Black Manta. I really like yeah. uh, the setup of that character. I also like the Isn't suit. Randall Park in? He plays the like the doctor that makes the suit. Yes, I believe he is, actually. Jimmy Woo! He's everywhere. He is everywhere. He's, he's the connecting of all the comic book universes. Um, I think the script suffers some, a bit, and I think some of the CGI yeah. is bad. But I thought I thought the fight scenes underwater were really cool. I think they did pretty good with the hair. I the the hair was. No, I'm just talking about like honestly, yeah, the yeah. out of water CGI is what was bad to me sometimes. I think I'm kind of glad it was more colorful because they could have made them all have like metal armor. But like Aquaman gets his gets his traditional orange and green yeah. costume, which they made it look good because it usually looks kind of campy. Yeah. And then they had uh, what's his name? Kingfisher is that his name? That's not his name. The guy who was fighting Ocean the Master. Ocean Master. Really cool. I, I, I like really liked the comic accuracy of the costume. I really like Black Mantas. I really liked um This is like campy, but also kind of yep. serious. I like it. I like it all. Uh, and it has and it has uh Django Fett as the dad. Oh yeah, that's that's true. That's Tamari Moore. And Nicole what? Kidman is the mom, which I thought Oh yeah. And she's stellar cast. I like I, the movie. The script suffered a bit. I thought yeah. it, sometimes the humor was a bit off. I thought the uh the scene with the um oh what were the scary creatures? They were they were from the the depths. What was Sorry. their name? Can you Google it for me, Davis? Yes. I really liked that scene. I like this is a decent movie. It's not, you know, it's not anything to really like, you know, oh man, best comic movie I've ever seen. But it's not the, the trench. Drivers. Ah, that's right, the trench. But it's certainly not the worst either. I liked it. I liked it too. I, I thought the um, it was enjoyable, but one, I'm not going to say it's that. I good thought the one shot chase in the uh, village was really cool. Remember when they were like running along the rooftop and it like. The camera went down. Yes. Into, that was a real. I when really that, liked yeah, that. Yeah. I really like that shot and the way they set that up. Again, good movie. You know, they they made Ocean Master work. It all just worked out. I thought it was just, you know, it's just good movie. It's a good, decent entertaining. comic book movie. And because it was the one of the first of its kind of the DCEU, it wasn't you know formulaic and redone. It was the first in that, like in in that DCEU group. Because like I, I thought like, it came out after Justice League. Well, yeah, but, but it's one of the later ones. That's that's, it, that's like the last one that came out. No, it's not. It's 2018, dude. What's the last one that came out? The last one that came out is Wonder Woman 1984. Oh, so it was the second to last one that came out. No, Birds of Prey came out, and Shazam <laughs> also came out after it. Shazam did not come out after it. 2019. Oh, well, sh- speaking of Shazam. No, wait, wait, bro. 
you interrupted me in the middle of it. But my point is that, like, outside of Justice League, like, Aquaman was the first solo superhero movie to go in a bit more comedic, campy tone. I'm fine with that for a one-off. And I think it kind of fit Jason. It used, I also think that's kind of Jason Moe's and the character's style anyway, so it makes sense. But now, on to Shazam. Yes! I love Shazam! It's so good! It's all right. It's 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 fun. It's campy. I think most of the jokes land, not all of them. I think the ending fights, all right. The the villains, like the villain Smokey, the Seven Deadly Sins are kind of weird looking. Yeah. I like the movie. It's funny. It has some good moments. I like the suit. The suit looks really good. Zachary Levi plays a good Shazam, adult Shazam, I guess you could say. Yeah. Asher Angel plays a good younger one. One issue like with it. it for me, um, I, my issue is Billy. Like as a kid, he's like. When then we become Shazam, he's two very different people. Yeah, I'm, yeah, I, I understand that. No, I don't, I don't like it at all. I like, no, I, can, I, I really yeah, have an issue that. with that because, like, like I get that it would. Oh, like if it progressively led to him opening up as a person, because he's you know he's an orphan and he's had this very tough life. That's fine, and I'm cool with that. But it kind of just like when he when he when Zachary Levy's on screen, he doesn't act like Billy at all, and I'm like, it's jarring. And I wish it was maybe more gradual. Then it would have been a lot better because that was my big issue. Is I'm like these feel like two different people right now. Not that it's a person embodying the spirit of, you know, this Solomon Hercules. Oh, I used to know it. Can't remember who A is. It's the it's the wisdom of Solomon, the strength of Hercules, something of A, the strength of Zeus or the the power of Zeus. Oh, I used to know it. This is embarrassing. Yes, it is, Davis. I'm so upset. Can't you hear? You know, Alex. You know. Uh, what? You gonna say anything over there? I got it's it. It's Atlas, Zeus, Achilles, and Mercury. Dang! I had it. No, you didn't. I was so close. You weren't. You, I knew more of those than you ever did. No, you didn't actually. Could you have named any of them? What? Could you have named any of them? Yes. Before? No, you couldn't have. Then why didn't you? Why didn't you correct me? Because I didn't know. I didn't. I was stuck on the first A. I didn't know Atlas. Um. But I like the movie. Yeah. It's fun. I like, also, I've seen second it straight DC movie to have a horror film director make a comedy, basically, because this is David F. Sandberg and James Wan before him. James Wan of The Conjuring, David F. Sandberg of the Insidious franchise, I believe. I think so. So uh, that was cool, actually. Um, but the issue is, why didn't Shazam have... Shazam just like a one-off. I feel like they're not even going to bring him up ever again. Superman did show up at the end, though. But it wasn't no Superman. Head. It, yeah, that no, was whenever I was like, Henry Cavill's not coming back. That was... That was so, that was so that was bad. That's kind of funny. That was kind of funny. And then now to two movies that Davis has not seen, actually. Yes, yeah, so I'm just going to sit over here quietly. So, uh, Birds of Prey and Wonder Woman 1984. This is the problem where I feel like it's getting a bit formulaic, where it's being too comedic, too MCU formula, you know, sort of campy. Birds of Prey, I watched, it just didn't, I didn't, it's, it didn't work from, uh, Detective Montoya's character, um, who honestly was boring, and uh, actually I think it was Rosie Perez who uh, was her was the actor. She honestly did not give Rosie a performance Perez at all. Who's in Do the Right Thing? I know she go back, but uh, she did not give a good performance at all, in no. my opinion, in this movie. I'm gonna be honest, and it just the chemistry was kind of there. Honestly, Huntress by Mary Elizabeth Winstead was really good. I liked her in that, but you know. Uh, Ewan McGregor as Black Mask was kind of just over the top. I just, it was just, it was just meh. Like it wasn't awful. It wasn't like the worst movie ever. It just wasn't good to me. It wasn't like an enjoyable film. It was just all right. And I think 
making Harley a main character is maybe not her role. And I also think doing a Joker breakup movie without having the Joker show up is another issue as well. Like, would it not have been better to have... Stop. Would it not have been better to have um, the Joker and Harley have to face off than the Black Mask and Harley? Like, I don't... It just doesn't seem good to me. Uh... Again, if you think if you have any thoughts based on what I'm saying, Dave, just go right ahead. But again, you haven't seen them though, so I guess I've not fair. seen it. I yeah. didn't even. I forgot Black Mask was even in it. That's yeah, that's fair. That's fair. I kind of did too. And then, um, yeah, it's just you know, it's just all right. It's just it's not great. It's very. It's like Iron Man two to me. Like Iron Man two is not a bad bad movie, but I don't really like it at all either. It's just okay. Has has a cool mo- few moments. Like Huntress, really cool, but. She's all right. And then Wonder Woman 1984, it messes up the whole timeline. It 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 fundamentally messes up the whole I left humanity forever, which is what she says. I went a hundred years ago, I walked away from humanity. She didn't. She's right there. Her, the villain in this movie is her number one fan. Well, side villain is her number one fan. Uh Barbara, who is Cheetah, played by actually played by Kristen Wiig, who's really good, by the way. Uh, that's that's one good moment. And of course, Pedro Pascal is Maxwell Lord. But like it just throws the timeline. It is a completely different interpretation of the character. It's a lot more comedic version of the character, comedic version of the movie. I like sort of the Wishing Stone. I like Maxwell Lord, though it gets a bit ridiculous. I like the Steve Trevor comeback because Christopher Pine and uh, or Chris Pine and Gal Gadot have a lot of good chemistry and bring it back. Why not? If you can find a way to do it, go ahead. Issue of why he has to embody the his like soul embodies or goes into like somebody else's body rather than just materializing because this wish thing materializes all sorts of things. So like I don't know why that's outside of the realm of possibility. Like they said they want a nuke, a nuke appears. It's not some nuke from somewhere else. It's just a, a nuke. I have a so question like, about the movie. Go ahead. Does it mention anything about Samir, Charlie, or Chief at all? Not that I recall, no. That's kind of sad. Actually, there, there might have been, cool been, like been, been a picture like on the wall that Steve looks at, if I'm, if I'm not mistaken, but I don't recall it. It would have been cool for them to like, figure out what happened to him Maybe. at least. Maybe. Um, like, you know, you know, you remember how uh, Captain America would go visit like old, old, uh, what's her name? The girl, the girl. Oh, who, um, Agent Carter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Peggy kinda, Carter. That'd be kind of cool if one of them kept up with them until they died, because obviously somehow, yeah, I think that I think that'd be cool. I think that would. But because eighty four, they they could have. Mm, yeah, they it would have been probably been dead. Been, but. No, yeah, actually, yeah, they they would have been thir- what thirty in nineteen seventeen. So yeah, they would have been probably been dead. But they were thirty in nineteen seventeen. I mean, yeah. So, um, Wonder Woman 1960? Maybe, maybe. I don't know um, if that would have worked out well for not, her. Not sure either. There's a lot of misogyny around. Oh, good Lord. Um, Just saying. Steve Trevor has some funny out of, you know, uh, fish out of water moments, but it's a bit much. Like, there's this one thing when they're flying and he sees fireworks and he's, like, amazed at the fireworks. Like, fireworks what? weren't invented before. Yeah, I don't really, I don't get it either. Maybe it's the multitude, I don't know. But, like, and the ending is... Like, um, like the ending is, you know, Wonder Woman is losing her power. So she has to renounce her wish and send Steve away. And then she finally gets her powers back and she has this armor that's supposed to be very like, you know, very tough and Cheetah like rips through it very easily. And then some wind surrounding Maxwell Lord stops her and she can't mow right through it, even though she went toe to toe with Doomsday. That kind of doesn't make any sense. Not to mention there's a 12 minute like epilogue scene of her as a child training despite the fact that the first movie had a whole you cannot train my daughter arc not to mention the child in this one is younger than when um her mom actually decided to 
let her train. So, like, it doesn't make any sense there. It just messes up a bit of the story, and it just doesn't feel like it's a genuine sequel. It feels like it kind of just skips, and it feels like it's its own thing, and it's just not, it's just average again. But now, Davis, we're on to it. Justice League. Go ahead. Why do I have to start it? Yes, you do. Okay. for a while. Go ahead. So, look, here's the thing. I've already mentioned how I wish they set it up a lot more. I wish they had set up each character's movies, uh, The Flash, Aquaman, uh, Batman, his own movie or miniseries, like I said. Uh, they already had Superman's, all that. But, so they, uh, let me, I wish they had all those so that you could understand the characters more teaming up so you know more about them before they team up. Like Avengers did. Avengers did it pretty well, I'd say, for 20, was that 2012? Yeah. That was pretty revolutionary. Indeed. Like, you knew about all these characters separately. Nobody, I guess people did really expect them to team up. I'll the say they announced it. Well, yeah, but like, when did they announce it? Not not until after Captain America the first, uh, uh, true, but there was there was sort of a plan with all the end credit scenes of connecting everybody. Yes, yeah, sure, like sure. you're right, you're right, you're right, right. And they had Captain America's shield and Iron Man's thing in the first one, right? I think it was the first one. Okay, uh, you get me off track. Sorry, <laughs> but I wish they had set it up more for Justice League because I think it would have been a much better movie, a lot more, a lot less exposition heavy. Maybe could have had a better villain if they didn't had like. Just out of nowhere. And in the Batman Ultimate Edition, they had a... Uh, I don't really get that, why it had Steppenwolf show up like like uh, Lex Luthor made him. No, that's not that's not what it was. What was he doing? I thought it was like... um, It was like uh, something that the ship showed him, like an like a image of like the mother box and like the history and the, like, the oh, lore. Oh, okay, I didn't get that. that I, I believe that's what it was. Okay, that makes more sense. I thought like, he like made him. I was like, that doesn't no, make sense. No, like, because like... Um, so the re- remember at the end where he's like ring 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 the song has been sung that's because when he's at the ship like as he's making Zod the ship asked him if like he would like to be educated on something or whatever and he's like oh or making okay. Doomsday okay. he's like yeah and then it that's why he like knows everything which is also why he kind of goes even more crazy because he knows the reality of the do situation you, do you remember in the theaters like there was a post credit scene yes where it showed the mind what or, like the worm what. I promise, no. I promise you. You're wrong. No, I. It was what real. What ta- The worm? Yeah, it was a. I swear it's called the mind. DC, the mind. It's like a worm, like this. This worm. Yeah, Mister Mind. And it was in what post credit scene? The BVS, because no. Lex Luthor was in. Gi- I promise you, bro. Lex Luthor, the mind. After credit, I don't know if I s- swear it's real. Oh, Shazam. Was it Shazam? Davis out here inventing stuff again. Shazam, the mind. Okay, maybe not. I swear there's an Africa scene with the mind in it. But like I was, what was I saying, Alex? You got I have me off no. Track. I didn't get you off track. You got you yourself got me off, off track. track. DC EU the mind. Okay, but I guess it didn't happen. What? This is crazy. You know what's crazy, Davis? That you still haven't really talked much about Justice League yet. Okay, like I said, they could have set up at a better, better villain. That's where I was. Could have had a better villain. Maybe, maybe uh, they could have had a more thing is though comprehensive idea of what, what we the know Joker is they did have a better villain. Is that Josh Whedon changed everything, which is I was the about issue. to get to. Oh, sorry. They could have had a better comprehensive idea, and and maybe. Zack Snyder or someone else could have directed. Zack Snyder obviously had to quit directing because of a tragedy within his family. Did, but 
uh, if things would uh, like that, I'm basically just saying if things were different, things would have gone different. Well, that's obvious. But I kind of like this movie anyway. I don't hate it. I don't. I can't stand like, it. Everybody hates it. You can't stand it. I think it's entertaining. You eat your popcorn. You watch it. There's obviously a ton of flaws with it. I have a lot of issues with it. But I was watching it. There were some jokes I laughed at. I like seeing these characters working together. I didn't I, hate I it. I think it has its moment. I, I really like. Shaz- I really almost said Shazam. I really like Flash and Superman racing. I don't like that Superman is as fast as the Flash. He has been. I know, but like Flash is supposed to be the fast person alive, and Superman is just like, sorry, kid, you're getting dusted. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean, like, I get why it, it, it's it's canonical, and also how Wonder Woman is so fast. I don't remember her being that fast. I, I yeah, that part kind of uh, took me out of it for a second. I was like, huh, I don't really. But regardless, I don't, I don't mind this yeah. movie. I have a lot of issues with it, and we can talk about those in a second. But it is not as bad of a movie as a lot of people are painting it as. I'm but not, it does. I, I, it. I would like to see the Snyder cut. I think the Snyder cut will make. A lot of things better about it. I think the Snyder Cut will, me- will turn uh, this meh to you to probably very much just like it because it does everything probably better, I think. Because, I mean, this movie is just... But look. Where do the issues... Well, go ahead. Look, I, I like it because I like seeing... I like all these characters. I, some, I don't really like how all of them are portrayed, particularly. I like Ezra Miller being the Flash, but like I have some issues with how... And with Cyborg, how they're both portrayed. Like how they're made, like not really shown... Like a lot of character development at all. I I feel like Cyborg gets a quite. Cyborg a bit. got the short end of the stick of this movie. Josh Whedon just cut pivotal scenes about him out of the movie. That's true. He he because there are scenes where he feels like he's the main character, and other scenes where it's like, is he here? Yes. Th- that yeah, that's right. I, I haven't seen it in so long. And honestly. remember, Ray Fisher accused Josh Whedon of being like racist on set. Yeah, that's cut right. him out of a lot of the stuff. We're not going to get into that. I think we already talked a about a scene that about time. lightening his skin tone, stuff like that. Oh yeah, I that's, about uh, that. I, yeah. He, he claimed that that uh, occurred. A discussion about that. But I like this movie. I I don't hate this movie. I'll say it like that. I don't hate this movie because I like seeing all these characters together. It's entertaining. They fight. I mean, it. What else could you ask for? Like, it has a good movie. No, let me, Alex. Can you let me say stuff? Go ahead. I'm trying. Like I have. I'll say it again. I don't think this is that good of a movie. But I don't hate it. It's like a guilty pleasure movie. Okay. I like seeing these characters fight together. I think they have good chemistry together. Believe it or not, I think they do. I really like the Superman fight scene where they all fight Superman. There's some I have some issue with that as well. Why didn't they just bring Lois to begin with? But I, I think it's cool how he looks his flash while he's running by. How he picks up Batman and says, do you bleed? That's dope. I just like seeing these characters fight together. I like seeing them all on screen together. It's cool. Sorry. It's cool. See... I, what? No, you got it. I grew up on this cartoon movie called, uh, just titled Justice League. It was uh, the first five episodes, the first five episode arc of this show called, just cartoon called Justice League. And that that's what it was. It was a DC cartoon that lasts for five or three years. I grew up on that. I wanted to see these characters. And these were all the characters except Cyborg and Aquaman that were actually uh, in this one compared to the cartoon they were not. Was but Green Lantern in the other yes, one? Yes, Green Lantern and Martian Manhunter were in the other one. I but think they, I, could, they should have set up Green Lantern maybe, for it. Maybe they should have. They had the ring in the in one of the scenes, remember? Oh, yeah, yeah, they did in the flashback. I like the flashback scene, too. But Oh, see, you like something about it, I see. Yeah, because that was something that Zach planned. But you talked about how it needed a more uh, better plan, but there wasn't a plan. What happened is they got Josh Whedon to come fix the movie. They, there wasn't like a, oh, he had his own interpretation. They told him to fix it. The problem is he fixed it horribly. Now, I wanted these characters to meet, and I wanted these characters to be on screen, and I, 
I was hype out of my mind to see this movie. When they released the trailer that had uh, um, the Come Together sa- song in the background, I was freaking out. I wanted it. And I saw it. And I wanted, I love seeing these characters interact, but I want it to be decent. And I have so many issues with the movie from the top to bottom. So let's just go off the top of my head that I can be with. All right, so first of all, I get it. You need to rush out a movie to make money. Why on earth would you rush out a bad movie just to keep Henry Cavill's mustache off? Like, why not just wait till he can shave it off? That's fine. Instead, it takes me out of the movie every time he's on screen and his mouth is warped downward because of his mustache. It's a little nitpicky. That's one scene with bad CGI. Nope. That ha- that's done throughout the movie. That's the only time I really noticed it was that scene. You, you were not looking hard enough. Because the scene you when he yeah says, because I'm not like oh my gosh his he having a they CGI'd his mustache away no. it's gonna take me out of this movie no, it, I don't care it's it, a, it's it takes me out of this movie because his mouth doesn't look this natural. is a movie this is a movie where I am eating my popcorn and watching it I am not gonna like it once I started thinking critically like once I like not like critically like oh once I started thinking like a film critic I saw a lot of flaws in this okay all right fine fair enough and now I'll go but on, I'll go on further it is entertaining to me it's not entertaining to me do you like the movie Tremors. Yes. That's an objectively bad movie. But no, it, it, it is entertaining <laughs> to you. Are you serious? It's entertaining to you, is it not? Objectively bad? It's not that good of a movie. Oh, you like World War Z, don't you? Oh. You like World War Z, don't you? Do you like, War, you like World War Z, don't you? It has its moments, yeah. I don't, say you like the movie or not. I do. I don't think that's that good of a movie, but you like it, and that's okay with me. Okay, and you should be okay with the fact that I can't stand I, this movie. But, but you're not. But here's the thing is, I don't, I'm not saying World War Z is the worst movie ever made. Justice League is not as bad as you say. I can't stand it. I, I, I got one point out, and you're like, Alex, that's stupid. No, that's not what I'm saying. I'm saying that Let me keep you're going. too hard on. Yo, what have I, I said? What you if said I said that his mustache? That was one point, and that's, that's a stupid point. Because that's the first thing that comes to mind. That's, that's a nitpicky point. That is, that is nitpicking. I think anything you would deem as nitpicking if you're just like, well, I like it, Alex, and the fact no, that you don't. No, I don't like okay, it. I think, I think it's bad, but it does not ruin the movie. Let's keep going, then. Let's keep going. You can talk about right. story points. You can no, talk about yeah, plot I, holes. You can talk about was, tonal shifts. You can talk about not that his mustache was CGI'd out. I don't care about that. My issue with that is not so much about the movie, but about the fact that the studio, for some reason, made a stupid decision to rush to get to put this movie out. And by extension, you have him looking a bit bizarre throughout the movie for the sake of just rushing to put this product out when they didn't need to do that. Because they believed that they needed to change it because the backlash to BBS made them think it needed to be a different movie. And that's my issue because it represents something. It represents the studio's actions and Josh Whedon's actions as well. Now, other issues I have with it. For example, I really dislike the amount of humor in it that compares to because it doesn't fit with the other two movies and, it, and it's jarring. It doesn't fit. The one the Flash falling on Wonder Woman's boobs is not a funny joke I don't at think all. it is. I didn't and it bothered that. me the second I saw it and it bothers me now because I think it's stupid and I think it was ridiculous. There's also a couple scenes where they kind of try and, you know, sexualize Wonder Woman, which is not her character. And they establish that in the first movie with her that that's not who she is. Clearly. The one time she wears a dress in the original Wonder Woman is because she has a sword that she's going to kill somebody with. Whole different thing. And even the one Why time... she hold that sword? What? Between her shoulder blades? I, I, I don't know. We we're not going to get into that. We're not going to get into the semantics of that one now. Um, that the, wouldn't be semantics. Yeah, I know. It's my bad. The logic of it. But I don't like that Logistics. part. I don't like the whole Russian family subplot. I don't it like that either. It bores me. Significantly bores me. I do not like... The fact that the Batman character in this one is significantly different than the Batman and Batman vs Superman. Now, character growth is a thing, but 
He goes from, I'm going to say, do you bleed and brand people to cracking jokes, which is just not who he is. He's not Iron Man. He's Batman. He's rich. He's a likable superhero, but he's also dark and kind of a jerk. That's how he is. And you get that sometimes, and then you don't. And I really don't like that point. I I haven't seen it in so long. There's so many things. I, I think the Steppenwolf CGI looks horrible, and I think Steppenwolf's honestly a very weak villain. I think... You know, it's a bit of false advertising because the trailer makes him seem like he's, you know, the doom and gloom. Um, this world will fall like the others. There's a big line in the trailers, and he gets mauled. I also think Steppenwolf mowing down all the League just for Superman to save the day bothers me, too, because I think the League should hold their own, and they don't really. They just get punched through walls and happen to survive, but they don't really go one-on-one -on -one with the one. Like, even in Bat when Batman vs. Superman fought and when Batman, like, Batman had his moments against Doomsday because he played it strategically. And yes, but this, they just get punched in the face and they just keep getting back up because they're Aquaman and Wonder Woman, right? I think Cyborg's arc was set up well and then it kind of just falls flat again. And I think Ray Fisher was really good. I think the moment when he's talking with Wonder Woman and like he's talking about how he's like, and when he's in his apartment or whatever, really cool. I like that. And it just falls flat again. And I think... I think the Aquaman thing, again, it kind of gets more confusing because the Aquaman movie, I like it. I also think that tonally it's all over the place because some of these are reshot and some of these are not. I think the score is very weak as well compared to the previous two movies because this is Danny Elfman, not Junkie XL instead. Danny Elfman has done good scores in the past, but he came in and did it in short work. And I just... The thing is, Davis... I said all those things not to prove a point because those are all things that genuinely bother well, here's me. The thing. I can list enough. Here's the thing. I agree with every single one of those. I don't know how you... It's the movie where I literally turn my mind off and watch it. Davis, I turn my mind off for movies too, but those no, movies... No, no. Listen to me, please. Listen. I started watching this movie, and I knew it wasn't good. I knew it wasn't good, and I acknowledge it's not that good of a movie, okay? I am not saying it's the creme de la creme of... It's probably in the low, in like the D or F tier. So, what do you find entertaining about it then? I literally, you said it, you said you said the fight scene, correct? At the end of like the big fight I scene. I like again? seeing all these superheroes. I like together. The Avengers. Think about it. Avengers is kind of a weak movie if you really think about it. Really think about it. Look, compare it to the movies now, like Endgame. The original Avengers is. It's okay. I don't know. I still like it. I mean, like I do too. I'm not saying I don't, but like, but like film wise, I still think it holds. Break up. down. I'm not saying it doesn't. Let me excuse me. Break it down plot wise. All the things that happen has a laser to the sky. Oh, so inventive. That's probably the first one that did that too. But like, oh, what was I gonna say? <laughs> it's not that. Look. Justice League. Oh, I got it. Avengers is just, like, I, I like it because I turn my mind off. and like, look at all these superheroes. I like fighting together. They have, I think the chemistry between the characters is pretty good, even though I agree that Batman, complete tonal shift. Uh, Flash is kind of annoying. I like Ezra Miller, but he's like, what's the deal with brunch? I don't get brunch, guys. Yeah, this he's is crazy. It's, it's trying too I'm bad. I'm so quirky it's and funny. Yeah, no, it's, that's terrible. I do like the effects on him running with the lightning bolts. I think that's, that's really true. cool. That, that was a cool detail, but that is, uh, I believe, a Zach Christian, But I think so. also that he doesn't have any friends. It's kind of weird. Yeah. Uh, They really fumbled the bag with Cyborg. I will not disagree with that. I really like Ray Parker. Or, he has a name. Ray Fisher. Ray Fisher. Why does it? 
Ray Parker is uh the guy who did Darth Maul, actually. So uh, that's Star Wars still on the mind. I mean, what can I say? But look, but look, look. People like Phantom Menace. Speaking of Star Wars, people like Phantom Menace because it's just it's pop. You eat your popcorn. All these characters you like, or whatever, or whatever it is. I'm not. I'm not saying Phantom is probably worse than Justice League. It is. I disagree. I don't think Ju- Justice League is bad. It's very disjointed. You can tell it's two different movies. But like, it's these characters I like. It's a guilty pleasure for me. I guess I'll say. Like, I don't hate it. I don't like it either. But I'm not gonna go out of my way to watch it. Of but I'm all... not gonna. But I'm not gonna sit here and be like, this movie's the worst movie that's ever been put to film. I didn't this say is that. Atro- you kind of were. I didn't say it's the worst movie ever. I honestly. You kind of did say that earlier. Like this movie's atrocious. This is the yeah. worst film it, I've ever saw. No, that's not what I said. I'm talking about not on oh. here in the bullpen earlier. I didn't say that either. It's certainly one of the worst. And it's it's honestly it might be the worst comic book movie I've ever seen. I don't know what would beat it, personally. Because Daredevil, Electra. I, I haven't seen Daredevil. Or terrible. Electra. I haven't seen either one of those, so I can't say. Very bad. I can't speak on those because I haven't seen. But I said of the ones that I've seen. Uh, what's the what's that guy? Uh, Wait, X Men X Men Origins might be bad. Mm, X Men Origins Wolverine. <laughs> I could, I could just I just turn my brain off and thing. it's great. It is no X Men Origins Wolverine is not a good movie. But if you just want, if you just sit there, listen, listen to me. You sit down, you turn on the TV, it's on. I just turn it on. It's watchable. It's entertaining. It does not. It's not a good movie. But it is entertaining. There's a lot of movies like that, believe it or not. Face Off, not a good movie. Entertaining. Are you going to disagree with that? Is Face Off a good, objectively a good movie? I love that movie. Is it objectively a good movie? It's not. Film, think like you're a film critic. You are Roger Ebert. Is that a good movie? Better than Justice League. That's not what I asked. Is it a good movie? I mean, okay, but. No, no, no. Answer the question, yes or no. Davis. Is Face Off a good movie objectively, film critic-wise, not how much it entertained you, film-wise? There's a lot of things right, yeah. I'm going to be honest. Answer yes or no. Yeah. Well, I'll disagree with you on that one. I mean, Davis, the thing is, the good blanket is like, what is good, right? Like, no, like, because one movie is good, it could fall also fall under the same blanket as another, right? Like, you know, The Dark Knight Rises and Dark Knight are both good movies, but one of those is far better than the other. That's not what I'm saying. But, I like, when you say good, you're holding it to a different standard. Like, I, I think that's a good movie, yes. Oh, we're, he's Googling something. This is intense. I like it. You're having less fun than I am, which is concerning. Because you keep ignoring what I'm saying. You're I'm like, what? A- I don't get why you like this movie at all. And then I tell you why I like I it. Just, and you go, I don't, it's just a bad, it's a terrible the, okay, movie. It's the worst movie ever do made. You wanna, do you want to know why? Do you, I, I've, I've been looking for the reason. because I'm saying that because I genuinely I've don't I told you the reason. It. No, I know. But my reason as to why is because it's just, it flips the script on who you and I are. Because traditionally, the way these shows go, yeah, the way our movie discussions go, I'm the one that loves the dumb action movies that I can just and watch it, and it's fun. Even I have the a really soft bad spot ones. for these characters, and it's just jarring to me to hear you say the doctrine that you are because the amount there's of times, movies that I enjoy that are not good. I don't believe that. <laughs> like, uh, let's, let me think. <laughs> well, however few they may be, I'm I not mean, s- like, I'll watch. I don't go out of my way to watch bad movies, but like. I've watched. I haven't watched that movie. Oh, oh. Cars. Wow. Think about it. Oh Cars yeah. Cars no. is not critically acclaimed. Uh, yeah. It's not even that like critically wise. Like I'm saying, you're Roger Ebert. You're reviewing this movie. 
It's not that good of a movie. I think that Roger Ebert thing is a bad point. Uh, what? Just think of like oh, that's the fa- that's the only big famous film. No, no, I mean, but like of. like I don't review it as like Roger Ebert. I review it as like myself and my standard I, that I have. I know, but I'm saying you are a famous <laughs> film critic that is breaking this down as a film, not as how much. Oh my god. I'm sorry. <laughs> I did not intentionally say that to upset you, but you clearly got very mad at me, and as like you, look, I'm sorry. That was a very annoying thing you just said. Because I know, I'm just saying you're a famous film critic that has to break films down as films. Like you're like this plot. This plot is kind of weak because this character's weak, but it could have been better like this. Like you're a, a famous film critic, all right? And you can you can entertain the movie, but you have to break it down objectively. Objectively, Cars is not a good movie. Or it's not amazing, at least. Yeah. But I really enjoy Cars. Cars is really fun Cars to watch. Fun. You see what I'm saying? Justice League is objectively not a good movie, but I enjoyed watching it. Yep. I was not sitting there like I, I was watching Suicide Squad. I was on my phone. I was so bored. Justice League. I was watching it. I was like, I know this isn't a good movie. I hate. I was like, uh, during watching, I was like, that's a bad bad plot point. Why is Flash run right that? What? I want brunch, guys. That's so dumb. I hate that. I was like in my mind. But I was like. But these characters, I like them. I'll watch the movie. And at the end of the movie, I was like, I was entertained. I wasn't bored the whole time. The fact the fact of the matter is that I get that because you said earlier Tremors is objectively bad, which if my fan listened to this, you may get some text messages. Cause my, my, my parents like, my dad likes Tremors. I don't. It's a good movie. I think. But uh, but critically, no, 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 critical, but, uh, if you're a famous film critic, but, would you say it was? Um, because Honestly? Yes, but let me. Can Sharknado. I explain? Sharknado. Do you like Sharknado, Alex? That is a whole. Di- those those two movies are different to me because of I know. this. Because I know. of this. Because I think Trimmers is what it is, and the reason people think it's bad is because it's kind of stupid. The whole worm thing or whatever. But like, what it sets up, it sets up your two main characters, and they're the main characters at the end, and it sets it up well. And there's not a lot of just like, oh, this is bad plot point, and oh, that's a plot hole, and oh, this doesn't make sense. Justice League, if it was just meh or just bat like dumb movie. Maybe, but there's like so many things that just take me out of it because it's like, that's missed, that's missed. That doesn't make any sense compared to the scene just before it. That horrible joke with the Flash and Wonder Woman. Look, if I had gone into this movie actively seeking out those, like, I'm going to be like, I was sitting there like, I'm going to take notes. I didn't like you, seek them out. No, that, I've that, seen it once. Let me, maybe you should watch it again then. Maybe you should. I don't think I should. I don't think I can. Maybe you should. But look. I did not go. In, I knew the movie's not well received, and I understand that it's not a good movie. But I went to it. I'm like, I'm just gonna watch it. I'm not gonna take notes about what's happening. I'd, I'd make mental notes. Be like, I didn't like I said earlier. I don't like the Flash how he's portrayed in that scene. I don't like that Wonder Woman touching her boobs joke. Like I don't like that. Okay, I don't. Yeah, no, it's bad. But like, I just turned it off. I watched it. It entertained me. It did not lose my interest, except for maybe like Jeremy Irons. Alfred, I have some mixed feelings on him. I kind of liked him in BBS. They made him so sexy. It's weird. <laughs> <laughs> Think about it. They why do they make him so like? And we're back. They made uh, him such like a like a all, hot dad. It's weird. All, all the dangerous tension is cleaned away in one no, fell do get, swoop. Do you get what I'm saying though? Oh, I absolutely do. But that that is the soundbite that I'm posting. I want you to know that. No. <laughs> Okay, whatever. Are it's true, kidding? it's true, it's true! <laughs> Why did they have to make him, like, hot dad vibes? <laughs> Alfred's like Sir Michael Caine old. He's actually not. You know that, right? I know, but, like, whenever he's portrayed in movies, or, like, whenever I think of Alfred Pennyworth in the comics, or even, like, the video games, he's older because he's been with Bruce since he was a kid. 
not like a 50-year-old guy that looks like he can do like like he can walk on his hands like I Carly's granddad. Remember that? I do. <laughs> oh, that's this... a whole that's a whole other point. That, that doesn't take away from the movie for me. Neither does. I mean, like the mustache thing. Like, yeah, it's jarring, but like, I don't care. I'm just gonna watch it because I guess now that I'm thinking about it, I can. He, you can see the kind of his lips weird when he's like, "Do you bleed, Batman?" You can kind of see it there. Oh, that one was the part that where I was like, "I like that scene. That's a cool scene." I like the line, cool, but I, that's a whole I, cool scene. I like the line. Does the world the need you? That's oh, a cool yes. scene. I apologize for being a little tense and maybe trying to make you feel bad for like you can like the movie. I just mm-hmm. it was just jarring because it was the opposite of what I anticipated. And that's fair because normally it is the opposite. Normally I'll be fighting an uphill battle to say that I enjoy a movie because I enjoy some stupid movies. But like we could have a Sharknado debate here as well. But I mean, well, Sharknado was made made bad on purpose. Exactly, and it, it works. But um, now do we want to talk about the Snyder Cut before heading out? Sure, we can mention it. Now, Davis, I understand Snyder Cut may not be too great oh, wait, because one, one it's going to have Sexy Alfred. I know. No, I don't mind Sexy <laughs> Alfred. Oh, Davis doesn't I'll say mind. It. I, I, I'll say it. I don't mind him. I think Jeremy Irons does a good Alfred. It was just jarring. I wasn't ready for it. I wasn't ready to be like, why is Alfred hot? I'll say it. I'm sorry. I'm not like attracted him that way, but like still, you can recognize that he's kind of hot as an Alfred. Oh, my gosh. No, it's, it's, it's like It was like Aunt May. When did Aunt May become <laughs> She was oh, old in gosh. Spider-Man 2 and 3 and 1, and the, the Sam Raimi ones, and then she was, like, less old in the in the Andrew Garfield ones, and now she's, like, 20, like, 25, Where's I swear. Tomei is not 20? I know, but she looks like she looks like she's pushing 30. You know what I'm saying, though? I cannot wait to figure out that Marisa Tomei is, like, 50. No, she is. She's older, but, like, she... like you, I, I get it. But I, when you think of it, you think of an old I, lady. There's, I, So it kind of it, it takes you back for a second. Not that you have an issue with it. You just weren't expecting it. Oh, my Lord. I can't. But two more movies that people that people like but, like, aren't good movies. Armageddon. Oh, I love it. But that's not a good movie. <laughs> but it's less dumb than Justice League. The B movie. That's a satire. I love it. It's, it's also like just track. not. It's, satires can be bad. True. Look, look, look. I like I like a satire, but like people are like, it's satire. You can't criticize it. Yeah, I can. It sucks. It's a bad movie. It's a bad satire. I'll say it. Sorry, I had to say that. Now, on to the Snyder Cut for a minute, just to build. Oh, the also, hype. Ghost Riders with Nicolas Cage. I hate the second one. I like people the first like one. those. Bad movie though. Uh, second one really is. Um, look, you can go ahead. <laughs> you aren't. Jeremy, I mean, stop, stop it, stop it right now. This Jeremy Irons, stop it right now, stop it right now. So the Snyder Cut coming out next Thursday. Davis, are you excited for it? Jeremy Irons is seventy-two. What? See what I'm saying? So he's probably like what sixty-eight when Justice League came out. When did Justice League come out? Twenty eighteen. Twenty-six or twenty seventeen. So yeah, uh, sixty-eight. Wow. They they really subverted my expectations on that one. So the Snyder Cut. We've seen a lot of clips. We've seen Dark Side. We've seen Steppenwolf. We've seen. We've heard uh, the Martian Manhunter, who will be in it. We've seen concept art for that. I'm gonna be honest. I'm hyped for it. I think I, we've seen sort of nightmare sequence. Nightmare sequence. We've seen the Joker. I'm hyped for it. I'm cautiously optimistic. I'm afraid that people are gonna build it up in their heads, and when it's not the best thing ever, they're gonna be like, "Oh, this sucks." But I also think it'll be good because 
You know how many people insisted the movie did not exist or that it was never act like I remember that. I remember like the rumors for four years that the Snyder Cut existed. Like people were like, oh, it's not real. Like, you know, Zack never made it, and even if it did, it I'm sucked. Not, look, here's the thing. I'm not sure it existed until DC heard all the hype for it. And then well, they're like, I guess you can make it. They only gave right. him 70 million. It's a 40 hour movie, so some enough of it did. He couldn't have oh, made... Oh, I mean, like, I mean, like, yeah, the film existed, but, like, he didn't already have a cut ready, I don't think. Oh, yeah, I think no. he was just saying, he's like, I could make a cut that'd be better yeah. for than this one. No, yeah, I, I think I think that's that's really what it was. I think, you know, he had principal photography and stuff like that done, but I'm hyped for it. Davis, how are you feeling about it? I'm hyped, too. I'm not. I'm probably not as hyped as you, because I don't hate Justice League as much as you. So, like, I'm not, like, I'm not, like, foaming at the... What is it? Uh, What's the word? It's, like, something at the chomps. Foaming at the mouth. Foaming at, I guess it's foaming, yeah, foaming at the mouth for this movie. I wasn't when I was licking my, licking my chops Yeah, that's for it. it. Yeah, that's it. Or like, I'm not like, I'm like, this is going to fix all the wrongs done because I hate Justice League so much. Like, yeah, Justice League's bad or it's not that good, but I don't hate it. So, like, if it's, if Justice League Snyder Cut's not that good, I'm not going to lose sleep over it. That's fair. That's fair. Uh, it's going to be an endeavor. Four hours. We're going to have to watch it on Thursday just to wa- have it for an episode on Friday. We could go an hour and 30 for that one, too. We are? Two. Yeah, we're oh gosh, I forgot about that. What? It said comes out at three a.m. Well, yeah, on Thursday, not Friday. So we have all Thursday to watch it. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a lot. It's like three a.m. Eastern on the day Thursday, okay, the eighteenth. Yeah, so we'll have it. We'll have oh, the whole day. You know, you can. It's Brigham with six chapters. Has an intermission. You can do that. Honestly, I'm I'm excited to get the full completion of the cyborg arc. Also, nightmare scene gonna be cool. Let me be honest. Also, the most recent like trailer had Darkseid putting his uh, hand on Superman's shoulder. Injustice. I'm hyped. Whoa, and injustice. They're trying so, to. Do, well, the that's thing is what with the Flash. They're trying to make a Flashpoint, which I think is way too early to do, by the way. Yeah. But they're trying to make the Flashpoint, which is probably one of the Flash's best story arcs, comic wise. I agree. And also, Zach said that Justice League Two would have been all entirely in the nightmare sequence. So initially, so I don't know if it's an ambiguous cliffhanger end. So can Batman see the future in his dreams? The rumor is, no spoilers, that it's going to get a, it may get addressed in some regard in this okay. movie. Because you remember, so the original Justice League script from like 2015 or whatever was that it was going to be like four movies or whatever. Yeah, and then that Lois is going to be the key to getting Superman back, and that's why in BVS. Flash was like, Lois is the key. Am I too early? And then it's actually just a dream. Which in a most well, I don't re- think originally it was not going to be a dream. It was going to be real. I, no, I think no. I, I think if the sequel is going to be in the nightmare sequence, that means that eventually it will become reality. Which means it maybe no, is a premonition. What I'm saying is the Flash thing yeah. wouldn't have been a dream. I don't think it. I don't think it. It wasn't a dream. No, it was. No, it wasn't. No, it was no because he's sleeping and he wakes up from the nightmare and then Flash shows up and then he wakes up again. Yep, but remember, do you remember when he wakes up the third the, time? Oh, the, the papers paper, are flying around. The paper. Oh, the papers, bro. It was. It wasn't a dream. It wasn't a dream. Okay, you're right. So I thought that was because he jerked up. He's like, whoa. No, papers in the third row. I don't know. That's true. You're nah, true. man. You're it right. was real. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. Plus, um, it was cool because in in the a clip from the nightmare sequence that was released, you can see Flash in his suit that he uses to travel back in time in BVS. So I'm like, oh, that's cool, because, you know, the suit that he wore in Just League is not the same one, but that's cool. So are they going to have the time-traveling Flash in the Snyder Cut? I think possibly. Whoa! Let's go! It, the hype is building! I do hate how the Flash runs, though. I I heard somebody say that it's his it's his way of, like, um like, uh, looks like he's moving swimming. through the Speed Force, because he's got to go through it, but I don't Don't know. justify it. He looks I, dumb. I also heard it might be explained in the movie. Maybe. 
He looks we got, dumb. We have four hours to get an explanation on everything, so we'll just yeah. see. But is there anything else, Davis, before we before we got to wrap this show up? Um, a big one, a doozy. Wonder Woman is the best DCEU film. Uh, I like Batman vs Superman. Ultimate, better, actually, Ultimate Edition can't count Ultimate Edition because that's not the original that came out. Fair. I guess you, you can count the Ultimate Edition; it's it, a separate movie. I was about to say it almost is. Honestly. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna be one of those guys. Case, I'll say either Wonder Woman or. Uh, I'll say Ultimate. I'll, 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 I'll say Ultimate Edition. But too. again, we're watching. We're watching the Snyder Cut for next week. So you go ahead and watch it with us if you want to be able to listen to us talk for four hours about that four-hour movie and all the ridiculous nerd theories and whatever the heck is going to happen. But until then, we will see you next time. And once again, thank you for joining us. Hasta luego.